This Eric in the Morning podcast is brought to you by ComEd. ComEd safety is ComEd's number one priority. To find tips about electric safety for your home and family, visit ComEd.com slash safety. ComEd powering lives. Let's get to a, hey, I was wondering this morning, and again, as we head into the second week of our circumstances that we have right now, uh, maybe this explains it. I thought I'd done a fairly decent job of that, but I guess I haven't. Okay. 548 now because I got an email from Kelly Paget. I'm going to say her last name. Oh, my. You, okay. You're just going to put it all out there. Yeah. Uh, hey. Uh, oh, that's my response to her, which was, by the way, was very polite. <laughs> okay, good. Well, that's, the, that's always the best policy. Uh, yeah. Uh, hey, Eric. I listen every morning on a daily basis, even when I'm working from home. I can't f- help but find it extremely unsettling that not once this week have you cared to mention where Mel D is. I start my morning with trending, and for the past week, Melissa has been doing it, and then Violetta. I listened back to the podcast from this past week, and I haven't heard Mel D at all. Even though she's the youngest on the show, I'm sure other listeners are wondering where she is. She made it an age thing. Even though she's the youngest. Yeah, that's, that's, I didn't know that had anything to do with anything. I don't know. Uh, my daughter, who is only a year older than Mel, was wondering the same. I think you can do a better job of what you're doing to inform us on how everyone is doing on the show. Eric, do better. Thanks, Kelly. <laughs> hey. Okay. That's direct. Do better. Yeah. Uh, okay, so here's the deal, and I just wanted to be clear, as I told Kelly in a very polite way, even though I wanted to somehow type a middle finger. <laughs> I couldn't figure out how to do that. You got emojis. Right. I probably should have sent her an emoji. Uh, we had said uh, multiple times, every day last week, every single day last week, multiple times, that... Uh, in the uh, situation where we find ourselves now working in the Prudential Building here and uh, doing the radio show in the third largest city in America that is becoming a hot spot for COVID-19, that each and every person has the individual right to make the decision as the way it should be as to whether or not they're coming in to do the show or not. Right. And there's no wrong decision. There's only your decision, as we've said multiple times, Kelly Patrick. And so, for that reason, Mel D has elected to stay home, but we've addressed her many times. In fact, uh, we've told you about this, and Mel D contributes to the show while still running our social media during the show from the comfort of her bed. Yeah, she's posting on Twitter, on right. Facebook. She's she's sending the, the trending on Twitter. Right. Uh, Melissa also has chosen to stay home. We uh, did check in with her, I believe, on Friday? That's yeah. right. That's Friday. right. Uh, to see how she was doing. And uh, Cynthia, morning show assistant Cynthia, has elected uh, to stay home and continues to uh, send different things to the show throughout the morning. Uh, oh, Cynthia, today except she's the, here. Except today. Oh, Cynthia she's came here. in? She yeah. decided she, hey. she missed us. Hey. She's back. Cynthia's back. <laughs> I didn't even see her out there. See, that just shows how many levels of wall and window we have right. between all of us. Eric didn't even know she was here. That's how right. much social distancing we're doing. Right. Uh, uh, myself, Whip, Violetta, and Swanee were in all last week. We elected to come in and uh, continue the show as usual, and we'll do so all this week as well. In full hazmat suits, yes. some of us. Yes, uh, all socially yeah. distanced, all yeah. keeping our uh, distance apart. Uh, Swanee's still wearing the same rubber rubber gloves. He has <laughs> confessed he sleeps in them, too. That's his lucky gloves, though. Yeah. So far, so good. Yeah, so thing. Things seem to be going really, really smoothly. All right, so that uh, that is the latest update. And, uh, Kelly, I will make an att- attempt to do better. You really should. <laughs> really just, should. Not even just during COVID-19, really just in general. No, it's a do Sunday. Better. I'm trying to get the show ready. That, that thing pops in. I'm like, really, Kelly? Right. Really? Wow. Yeah. So. Yeah, well, you yeah. know what? You can't please everybody. Right. So, Swanee, can you make sure that you can uh, include this on the podcast? Because I think that's all Kelly listens to. And, and so she wasn't paying attention to anything else and decided to. And make sure you send her a travel mug. Yeah, and you know what? She gets one. She gets an Eric in the Morning travel mug out of this. (laughs) Self-packed by Swanee with his gloves. Exactly. Exactly. All right, the mix. Top three is what we're looking for. 312-233-1019-620. Now, they say uh, over the weekend people were bonding on Twitter by sharing songs they dislike the most. Yeah. Train. 
Hey, soul sister, says Anthony Hawk. Trainer worse than Creed. Trainer worse than Nickelback. They oh. truly don't get enough credit for how terrible they are. <laughs> uh, Anthony, come on. Well, that was sweet of him to say they, don't, they aren't getting enough credit. That's, right. uh, he tried to spin it positive. Right. That's kind of like that Kelly Pageant email who uh, wrote to me. I truly don't get enough credit for how terrible I am. Right. Do better, Eric. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Do better. You deserve she told me. more credit. Well, I'm trying. Uh, 312-233-1019. Your uh, top three most disliked songs. Oh, look at these. Here we go. It makes you roll your eyes, Karen. Hi, Karen. Are you talking to me? Yeah. The w- <laughs> this is Karen, isn't it? This is Karen. Hi, Karen. I didn't expect to get through. So the song, so it's the, the song with the girl jumping on the trampoline that oh. you guys played like three million times. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Shade. <laughs> Shade trampoline. They were down in Mexico with us. Lovely people. Oh, um, the best. Yeah. I'm, I'm, sure even... lo- That's what... I'm sure they're lovely. I just, I, I'll be honest with you. I'm like, every time I hear it, I'm like, oh, I can't believe they're going to make me change the station. Oh, my gosh. Don't say that. Oh, that's... We didn't need to go that far. I know. Ouch. Yeah. I, I even got your name right, Karen, for crying out loud. Maybe you should have played it. Like... Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. We don't get enough credit for how often we played that song that you hate. Maybe right. put it that way. Amanda. Yes. Sam uh, Smith. Stay with me. Sam Smith, stay with me. I agree mm. with you on that one. That was mm. a tough one. That's yeah, a tough one. just yeah. too much. Very too popular. Too much, too much, too much. Uh, Sam, in at number three, you've had enough of what? Hi, Sam. Hi. Hi. Uh, shine bright like a diamond. Shine bright like a little Rihanna. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I feel you. Awful. Yeah, it is awful. Shine bright like a diamond. You know, that Sia song we played a second ago also falls into that category for me. I went and got coffee during it, so I didn't have to listen to it. Okay. Yeah. At number two, I kind of agree with this one, Karen. Lauren Daigle, believe. Tremendous singer, but uh, a little uh, emotes a little too much for me. A, a lot too much. Yeah, a beautiful voice, mm-hmm. but a little too too much emoting. I can see that. Yeah, a lot yeah. of slow songs making the cut here. Yeah, see what I I'll see. Hopefully, Captain Hollywood's listening. Mm-hmm. And finally, in at number one, Bob can't take it anymore. <laughs> Uh, it would be uh, Circles by Post Malone. Oh, no, Bob! <laughs> uh, oh, Bob. I love Circles. Oh, let Bob have his moment. Okay, Bob. Yeah. Bob's moment, not yours. Sorry. Bob's had enough. Can't take it anymore. Post doesn't get enough credit for how awful Circles is, according to Bob. Right. That's right. how we should phrase he all these. He deserves more credit. Exactly. Post Malone does. Has it been that way since the very beginning, Bob, or just because it's been 3,000 times? Um... Pretty much from the beginning, oh. but, it's, but, the amount, but, but, but the amount of time doesn't help. Oh, it's making okay. it worse. All right. All right. All right. If, I, uh, if I gave you the choice of Post Malone Circles or Shallow uh, by Lady Gaga and Bradley Cooper, which would you listen to? I uh, Shallow. Oh, look at that. Wow, See? there you go. That is really, that's a, a new level of dislike. 312-233-1019. Hi, Andrea. Hi. Uh, thanks for listening this morning. Thanks for being on Wait. during these crazy times. It is crazy, isn't it? Are you staying home? Are you uh, are you self-isolating and self-distancing at home? Unfortunately, no. I'm still um, classed as an essential worker. Um, I work at a hotel, so okay. right. I've had to be very creative with my workouts and staying active. Yeah, more on that in a second. I'd like to ask you something quickly about working at a hotel. Are you? Do you have people in the hotel that have been there for weeks on end? No, not really. Um, We have people coming and going, um, you know, that are typical essential travel. There's still some silly people that want to come and hang out in your pool because they're bored at home, which we highly advise not to. For sure. Now, your own workouts, what are you doing? 
Um, so reams or boxes and reams of paper work out very handy. Mm-hmm. Um, you can use those for step-ups. You can use them as a push-up bend. Uh-huh. Um, you can take the paper out, and depending on how much weight you want to lift or use. Um, so, yeah, there's a lot of creative ways to use those. I wonder, thank you, Andrea, and stay safe, okay? I wonder if uh, more people, when uh, this finally lifts, will head straight to the gym or straight to the bar first? (laughs) Great question. The whole world's gone Tiger King crazy. Yeah. It's easy to get addicted to that show. Anybody listening who has seen Tiger King all the way through, I watched it this weekend on Netflix. If those of you that aren't familiar with it, it's a seven-episode documentary series the entire world is talking about. Celebrities are like, oh, my God, you got to watch this. These people are lunatics. And uh, it reveals, uh, Whip, among other things, there are 5,000 tigers in captivity in the U.S. alone. Oh. 5 to 10,000, yeah. There are 800 or 900 tigers, wild tigers, on the loose in Africa. Oh, so we have more here in captivity really, than they uh, have uh, in Africa altogether. And you see the people that have these tigers in captivity and you think, them? Wow. Right. Him? Really? Yeah. And all the weirdness that comes out with Exotic Joe, who almost became the governor of Oklahoma. Oh, really? Yeah. How did I miss all of that when it was happening back know. in, you know, 2016 I, or I, 17? I don't know. But you'll blast through all seven episodes and okay. not be the same again. Hey, Bob. Hey, what's going on? Uh, you saw Tiger King. It, it's just one of the greatest things ever put together. <laughs> oh. <laughs> all right. You know, you know Joe's got to be walking around his prison cell telling everybody, I just brought together a nation. Yeah, I did. I brought up. together a uh, nation. And he did. Uh, hey, I have a question. Uh, do you think, these are my Tiger King questions. Bob, do you think yeah. Carol fed her husband to the Tigers? Carol stole it. Absolutely. Yeah, 100%. I, yeah, I think 100% she did too. Okay. Yeah, she's sneaky. I would be afraid to live in a house with her because for sure she's a she's way too measured and way too organized. You know she would feed you to the tiger. Yeah. And she's got that dead stare in her eyes. She does. Yeah. She does. The wide-eyed stare. Christine. Hello, guys. How are you? Tiger King? Oh, my God. It's a train wreck, but you can't look away. So you've seen it all the way through? Oh, yeah. We're on round two. You're watching it again. Oh, really? wow. Just yes. to see if you missed anything. Okay. Oh, my God. It's, it's amazing. Uh, my question to you, uh, Christine, do you think Joe, Exotic Joe, blew up his own studio? Oh, absolutely. Do you really? Absolutely. You don't no think doubt. it was that creepy smoking guy, the creepy oh. smoking producer? <laughs> He's pretty creepy, but I think for sure Joe. Okay. Uh, yeah. Guilty. Yeah. All right. Got it. Guilty. Uh, hey, John. Yes. Hello. Uh, uh, you watched the whole thing, Tiger King? Yes, my wife and I finished watching it yesterday. Watched the entire uh, beginning and end. Uh, did you anticipate you were going to watch the whole thing in one sitting? I did not. Yeah. <laughs> Just kind of happened? Yeah, kind of got sucked into it. Okay, if you were sucked. to take a job at one of them, would you rather be at Antroll, uh, whatever his name is, Antroll's Doc uh, Antrol. Zoo, Doc Antroll Zoo, or Exotic yeah. Joe's Zoo? Uh... <laughs> I would go with Doc Joe because I don't want to be controlled by Doc Hanson. Yeah, yeah. you probably start half to dressing really provocatively and sleep with him. Right. Yeah, and probably get implants. I have, a, right. I have a question for you, though, Eric. Yeah. Do you think uh, Carol does look like Prince Charles? He does. <laughs> oh, my God. Good you're call right. on that one, John. Good call. And he kind of talks like slow. Prince. And he is very measured, too. But what he doesn't realize is it's just a matter of time before she feeds him to the Tigers, too. <laughs> 
It's just a matter of time. Whip, you should, I wish you could see Whip's face. He looks so yeah, confused you know, I'm right so now. confused. Well, it's okay. I, I have a lot of mysteries to solve. This is all in Oklahoma, you say? No, no they, there's over. multiple Different ones. But exotic, oh, wow. exotic Joe's is in Oklahoma. Aha. Uh-huh. Okay. And he's in jail now. Okay. Well, For a variety they, of different spoiler reasons. Spoiler alert. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And a lot of people uh, have been following the guidelines and should continue to do so. And, uh, and the results, hopefully, are good health and horrible haircuts. Horrible haircuts. <laughs> I, I mean, know. your hair by the end of April is going to look like a disaster on your head. They keep talking about, like, uh, the, you know, Kelly Ripa's doing the Kelly Shows Her Roots Challenge. Yeah, the roots yeah. And then on Friday, we shared the story of the uh, the guy, Canali, Michael Canali or whatever. I don't, can't remember his first name, but he's like hairdresser to the stars. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. For Jennifer Aniston and Heidi Klum and all these people who's sending out, sending a home or at-home kits Mm-hmm. For them to try and, and do tips what they on can. how to do it yourself. They say sales of hair dye kits jump as people mm-hmm. become cut off from salons. Yeah. Sales of Madison Reed's at home hair coloring kits have soared 750% in recent days, while demand for ColorWow's root cover up product is also through the roof. A colorist at a Manhattan salon said a dozen clients have called for advice on how to color their hair at home while most businesses, including hair salons, are closed so people don't spread the coronavirus. That makes sense. I always have dyed my dad's hair. So, Oh, your dad's hair. See, you, you don't think about that. You, it's the Kevin Hart scenario. You know, he's got the gray hair. Right? Yeah, uh, Just for Men, fully stocked up on that. Nice. I do the jet black. We leave it in 10 extra minutes. He comes out looking like a vampire. Nice. <laughs> wow. Now, if it got to a, a crisis level here, uh, do you feel like you know your way around hair enough to give Whip or myself a haircut? Uh, I don't know about cutting. I can definitely dye your hair if you need it. Mm. Well, but what are your thoughts on getting your hair dyed? <laughs> well, you know, this might be the time. Why not? Try something new. Yeah. I wonder how many guys will go shaved head now. Just easier. Get right. Just easier. Just buzz it right off. Yeah. Right. Just buzz it short. Or how many wives or girlfriends or boyfriends or buddies or whatever will be put in charge of cutting, right. your, cutting your hair? Or, you know, when you just, like, cut the guys, like, um, on the neck? Like, just right. trim it up to do the cleanup? Like, you know, I wonder how many women have messed that up and go, oh, yeah, it's fine. Don't worry about it. Can't see Nobody's anyway. going to see well, it. Well, and I'm wondering, too, how many, once this happens, when, you know, you go back, how many hairstylists are going to look at everybody's hair and go, what happened? <laughs> right. right. Who is I to blame for this? I can't fix this. I'm you just would... told, hey, Cynthia. Morning Show assistant Cynthia cut her husband's hair this weekend. She oh, really? Did? Oh, my God. We got to hear I this. Just, uh, yeah. I was just told that. Okay. Yeah, I guess if you ever had experience at all doing it. Did it happen? Yeah, I did yesterday, and I was a nervous wreck the entire time. Was it a trim or a full-on cut? No, he. Well, he has clippers uh-huh. and, with different guards. Okay, gotcha. Perfect. But he actually was trying to like, I don't know, repair something I did. Gotcha. And yeah. then he kind of like sheared too closely, so then we had to go back over it with another uh, guard. So it was kind of a mess. Magic marker. It's okay. It's yeah, fine. Yeah. But I don't think I grow out. ever want to do that again. Yeah, Chocolate cake is the new hair color trend for brunettes. According okay. to Arizona-based colorist, chocolate cake hair is deep, vibrant, and relies on highlights to emphasize the face and add brightness to the deep brown tone. So that's something you might want to consider for your dad. Yeah, yeah. I think he would like brown, but for some reason I've always gone jet black and, you know, that like goes wonder, like, uh, Amber, who cuts my hair. Yeah. And she cuts my brother's hair. I think my brother has her number. I'm half tempted to call her. Yeah, well, yeah, maybe. Go, listen, I know you can't come over and do this. But can you offer any over-the-phone guidance? So I mean, does she normally use scissors? Oh, yes. Okay. Yes. So, what else would she use? 
Clippers. Clippers. <laughs> clippers. Well, like at the Great Clips, for example, they use the clippers and the scissors. Right. But, yeah, it's, it's rare that you got, unless you're buzzing your head, that you have nothing but clippers. Oh, I don't it? know. I don't know anything about guy hair. You don't know anything? You haven't seen a guy's haircut before? No. Really? Well, they well, do you have like a lot to learn. clippers up the side and then like the scissors on top with the fingers. Yeah, gotcha. Kind of like combination. I've never seen it, but I'm sure I can do yours. Don't worry about it. Yeah. <laughs> Who would you trust more to cut your hair, Violetta, me or Whip? Whip, for sure. Oh, get out of here. I, 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 oh, I can't do it at all. 100% Whip. No, thank you, you, but no. Wow. You would give me, like, the Britney wow. Spears buzz look. <laughs> that just stings. Welcome to Lily's Bake Sale. Today, we're offering the red velvet cupcakes that Mrs. Johnson next door called breathtaking. Cash, credit, or online payment accepted. Just like Lily, ComEd provides multiple payment options. Need a gluten-free or vegan? Just ask our staff. I'm not your staff. I'm your brother. Choose the payment option that works best for you. Auto pay, online, phone, mail, or in person. Visit comed.com slash pay. ComEd. Powering lives. One order of gluten-free cupcakes coming right up. And the sibling issues people complain about most in therapy. Therapists say uh, the number one sibling issue is, I don't like my siblings. What, Donna? I hate their partner. Exactly right. Okay. Hate their boyfriend. Yeah. Don't like their wife. Whatever it might be. And then it's like you make plans with them and they're like, hey, can blah, blah, blah come along? It's like, um. That sounded a little personal. Yeah. No, no, no. (laughs) I don't like my siblings partner. Hey, uh, Donna, do you have, do you have siblings? Do I have siblings? Yeah. Uh, How many? Um, there are seven of us. Oh my gosh. Wow. (laughs) So is it one big soap opera drama growing up? Um, at times. Is it tougher having seven siblings when you're young or when you're older? Where does the drama kick in more? When you were younger or when you're older? When you're older, of course. I kind of thought that might be the case, too. (laughs) Yeah, I can see that. Without naming names. (laughs) Okay? Without naming names. Of the seven siblings... How many siblings would you say you have issues with? Two. Two. Oh, yeah. that's no good. hesitation there, though. Two. Does everybody have issues with those same siblings? Um, I would rec- I would say yes. Mm-hmm. And everybody's totally fine with you, though, right? Correct. Uh, of course. <laughs> ah. The sibling issues people complain about most in therapy. Number one, I don't like my sibling's partner. Number two, we don't talk anymore. Oh, man. Which I believe was a Charlie Puth song. It totally was. We don't talk anymore. Number three, <laughs> we're stuck in our childhood roles. That, yeah. See, I thought that might be number one because one person was always more powerful or influential when you're younger. And that, you know. That was you, wasn't it? No. No, my sister, sister contro- she controlled my whole life. And, you know, some might say she's it. still trying to. Ah, some might. Okay. Uh, Number four on these sibling issues people complain about most in therapy. We disagree about how to deal with our aging parents. Oh, man. I I bet. Yeah, those are tough choices. Yeah, like you deal with it. No, you deal with it. My brothers and I talk about that a lot. Try to figure out how how to deal with my dad, and my dad will chime in. I'm fine. Uh, Exactly. Stop talking about me. You don't need to deal with me. I got me. Yeah. I'm like one of those kind of things. I think most parents feel that way. It's like the old role. You know, they're like, you're my kids. I don't care how old you are. And number five, we still fight like we did when we were kids. Oh. 312-233-1019. Those are the top five sibling issues people complain about most in therapy. Do you have one that didn't make that top five list? Like, what's the number one thing... You complain about when it comes to your brother or sister, or I would be interested in this. 
you know they complain about when it comes to you. Oh, yeah, that's a good one. Like, you know your brothers and sisters are talking about you, and you know they're complaining about this. If that's a, if you can answer that, too. 312-233-1019. Sibling issue time. Maggie, uh, you have jumped in and said, actually, uh, what your siblings would complain about most or you complain about most about them is what? Their parenting styles. Oh, okay. Specifically, what do you mean? Yes. Totally opposite. Like, my five-year-old is doing chores, feeding the dog, getting the laundry out of the dryer. And my 13-year-old niece, not a single thing she has to do. Aha. Mm-hmm. Ah. And then the two of them uh, end up uh, coexisting or in the same types of circumstances, and you're afraid one's going to rub off on the other. Uh, yeah. I see. Okay. <laughs> uh, so do you and your sister argue about this? Absolutely. Uh-huh. And how does that go? Who usually wins that or who hangs up on who first? Huh. Uh, she's definitely the hanger-upper on. Yeah. She get, she hangs up on me so quick. Yeah. <laughs> I can see the person who uh, is being told they're doing it wrong might be the first hanger-upper. Right. Yeah. It's yeah. like, leave me alone. You do you. I'll do me. Welcoming him to the show from New York, our good friend, Dr. Oz. Hey, Doc. Hey. How are you? Good How's morning. How's it going? Well, New York's a little bit of a war zone. I tell yeah. you, I've been uh, t- talking to folks in the different hospitals trying to figure out exactly how many ventilators we need. But on the show today, I've got some pretty graphic footage of body bags in chapels. It's it's ugly. Terrible. Oh, God. Terrible. I watched a bunch of uh, uh, stories last night, news stories out of New York, and it really truly is the epicenter of everything that's going on. Now, do you, do you see that or do you have an idea, Dr. Oz, when that might start to ease off a bit? Well, the number of of days on, uh, that it takes to double the number of people in the hospital, which sounds like a ridiculous way of keeping track of this, but it's the best way we have right now, is slowing. So we're not accelerating quite as quickly as we were. That's usually a great sign. Remember the social distancing that this area of the country aggressively started pursuing about 10 days ago is going to show its benefit in two weeks. It took 23 days in China. So there's no reason to think we're any different. All human beings react the same when they get the infection. So uh, we, I think in two weeks we'll see the peak. But we need enough ventilators by then, and we desperately have to have uh, enough material and to people. You know, a lot of folks, we just intubated a colleague of mine over the weekend at my hospital. You know, it's, it's a difficult and dangerous task, and you cannot have healthcare workers going down. It's unbelievable. I'm, I am amazed. Uh, obviously, the braver these healthcare workers on the front line doing what it is that they do, and yet somehow still being able to protect themselves in what seems like impossible circumstances. Well, think about their families. I mean, they can't go home, right? I mean, right. you can't leave that when you're automatically high risk. And so you have doctors, and I have a doctor this afternoon on the show talking about this. You have to move out of her house. And then she got infected, by the way. <laughs> so wow. that changes things even more. Now you're dealing with the stress of uh, incredible long work hours, which, again, everyone can do that. But then doing it in a scenario where you see lots of bad things happening, you see a constrained resource with people arguing about whether it's real or not. And meanwhile, you can't go home at night. It's, uh, it's, but that, that stated, what, what is reassuring to me is the strength that folks are showing. You, know, you realize the resilience of each of us. And ultimately, it's the safety net of humanity, us caring for us that gets us through it. You know, they keep talking, and we keep hearing it in Chicago, that we are uh, likely the next hot spot for uh, the activity that New York is seeing right now. Do you think that's going to be the case here in Chicago as well, major urban areas like ours? You know, I've always told you the truth. I, uh, I think Chicago is a prime hot spot. Chicago and Detroit are the two areas 
Uh, I guess New Orleans, you can put in that bucket as well, where you're seeing a rapid increase in cases. Again, it's not that the absolute number is that much right now. We didn't have a you know crazy increase two weeks ago when we began fighting about shutting down. But over the course of about four days, it became evident that it was expanding rapidly. That's why everyone got on the same page and finally shut the city down. Uh, but you'll look, you're going to have those same decisions, I suspect. The question is, how fast do you make them? If you realize, my goodness, we're, you know, we're, where, we're where New York was three days before they exploded, well, then you intervene now because those three days make a big difference. Look at New Orleans, Mardi Gras, right. which was a big mistake. Uh, exposed a lot of people to the virus. Same as in northern Italy, when they uh, didn't want to cancel the big football games because everyone's so excited about them. Well, you know, you put tens of thousands of people in a closed space. It's the ultimate opposite of social separation and distancing, and you see what happens. And it's from people traveling because they're there for those events and then going to other places, spreading it even further. Yeah, it's a, it's a perfect model for contagion, and we don't want to have that. We control our destiny. This is a reality that I know people are fearful about. They think, oh, what am I going to do if I get this virus? Most people will do fine with the virus, but the, the ones that don't take over the ERs and the ICUs and the ventilators, and we don't have resources for them. So it's not even for you. It's for the people you love the most, but you control it, and it's a simple but as difficult as staying away from everybody else. And believe me, after having you know, 10 days of lockdown, people start clawing at each other. Mm-hmm. But you find ways to get through. Yesterday, the president came out with April 30th as the latest end, potentially, of the social distancing. Let's say it's that date. Let's say it's some other date. Whenever that date ends up being, will the restrictions on people be able to be lifted all at once? Or will it have to be incrementally, okay, like this size group now, then this size group later, or will there be like a rekindling or a second wave if you do it all at once? So I asked the president that question uh, last week in the town hall, and I uh, asked it to the Surgeon General uh, that you'll see in the show in a, in a couple hours. And the answer is, is overlapping. You don't want to unleash the whole country at once because we really don't know what's going to happen. So you're going to take the counties with the least amount of traffic, uh, sickness in other words, and allow them to lift up and then see if you can actually do containment. You can't do that until you actually have testing, right? You have to be able to say, okay, you have a sore throat and a little fever. Do you have COVID-19 or not? If you do, you and everybody that's been in contact with you for more than 10 minutes is going to be quarantined, two weeks of isolation. Then most of those people won't have it to their pain of price. But in return, you don't have rapid spread of illness. In China, literally, if one person in the factory, and this happened in a car factory, had the illness, they shut the factory down. You know why? Because that's a lot better than the whole city getting shut down. By shutting the factory down, seven people, let's say, show up with the, in- with the infection out of you know, a couple thousand. The rest pay a price. But because of that, the other hundreds of thousands of people or, in, or millions don't have to pay the price. So that's what we have to do. Uh, Dr. Oz is with us. You can see him right here on Fox 32 at 1 o'clock every afternoon. Uh, Dr. Oz, i got a bunch of uh, text questions I'd like to run past you people have sent in. Uh, this one says, I don't live with my fiance and my kids. I haven't seen them in three weeks, uh, three weeks except on FaceTime. Can they come over? How does that work? Uh, I, I personally would be reluctant to have an older person visited by younger people, especially if they're chronic illnesses. So if you're 60 and you're a stud, I don't mind it because your mortality rate is pretty darn low. Mm-hmm. But if you're 70 with chronic illnesses, I don't think there's a time to see the grandkids. I have not gone to see my in-laws, nor have any of their 20 grandchildren. A lot of grandchildren right. uh, since this started. And he's a doctor, and he's very well-respected in the field. He's a smart guy, and he loves his family dearly no one's going to see him come they literally there people across the street in his family they wave from outside yeah. uh, so even like if it was a say a 45 year old who is uh, uh, apart from his or her fiance and has been you would rec- would you recommend those two staying apart 
No, 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 no. If you're, if you're young and healthy and there's no particular reason why you're fearful of getting infected, then of course, that's, that's fine. I mean, you sort of, you're into it. I mean, our, I have my, my grandkids I've got because I'm 59 mm-hmm. and I'm healthy. So they're here living with me. But you know, we're pretty restrictive on who comes close to the family. And kids don't get sick. That's, right. People don't appreciate this. Not only do they not die, they generally do not get sick. So they, they become asymptomatic carriers. Now, that's not how people normally get infected, but it's a possible pathway, mm-hmm. which is why we don't separate parents from kids when the parents get ill. Uh, this one says, if I bring groceries into the house, is it really necessary I disinfect the grocery bags beforehand? And same with the mail. I don't, uh, but uh, I can understand why you'd want to. Uh, mail, you know, just leave the mail for a day. Literally, in a day, the virus will die. It's just that's easier. Clothes, same thing. Groceries, you know, I, you have to draw your line somewhere. I, 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 if you have a lot of stuff that's going to be stored, then I would just clean the outside of it with a one-part uh, bleach, uh, five-part water mix, very quickly. Let it dry over five minutes, and then you're good to go. How about this? I had direct exposure to someone who tested positive exactly ten days ago. I'm not showing any symptoms. Is it safe to think that I didn't get it? Yes, but you, to be sure, you want to wait another three or four days, just to be careful. Ninety-nine percent of people have shown symptoms in two weeks. Probably, I don't know, ninety percent at least will have shown within ten days. So he's almost sure to go. Usually, when you're a week out, you can start breathing more comfortably because you're probably out of the woods. And again. Exposure is not, I saw him at work and waved across the room. It's 10 minutes or more closer than six feet. That's what exposure means. Okay, and then this, I think this is a good one. Can Dr. Oz provide us with some realistic optimism? I feel like all we hear is worst-case scenario and, and morale is declining. Is there anything we can feel good about right now? Now, tons of things. The FDA approved several medications that we're going to use that we think might be helpful. We don't know for sure, but it's something doctors can use. The testing will change everything. It makes the system more efficient. I don't have patients lying around the hospital, not sure if they have it or not, in quarantine with nurses consuming protective gear to take care of a person who just has the flu. So we're making big progress there. And ultimately, just focus on the big number, right? We were fearful of 2.2 million deaths. We have under 4,000. I mean, that's a big difference. And it sounds bad and horrible, but we lose, you know, 35, 40,000 a year from the flu. So if we end up with a mortality rate that's twice the flu or three times the flu, I mean, these are human lives and bodies and families that suffer, but that's not millions of people dying. It's not a loss of life that we would remember for the rest of existence. Instead, it's a horrible, horrible disease that we beat. Okay. Well, yeah, we've got to try to continue to move ahead and keep society moving ahead and be strategic and smart in everything that we do. And, uh, Dr. Oz, you're a leader in that, and we're thinking about you guys in New York and hoping for the best today. And we'll see you today at uh, 1 o'clock, uh, your show on Fox, correct? God bless. Exactly right. The Surgeon General is coming on and some pretty graphic footage from New York. We're going to explain where we are so you don't come here. Okay. Yeah. Figuratively, right. I'm speaking. Figuratively. All right, <laughs> right, right, right. All right. Thank you, Dr. Oz. Take care. Bye-bye. See ya. Bye. Dr. Mm-hmm. Oz, Dr. Mehmet Oz. Uh, we can wrap up stories over the weekend, some related uh, to COVID-19, some not. But just trying to keep you up to date with the weekend wrap-up. Are you ready to go? Oh, yeah. You enjoy your weekend wrap-up, don't I you? I love it. All right. Do you love it, too, Whip? Love, love it. Ooh, double love. <laughs> Nothing but love. I love, love, love it. Oh, okay, you win. Okay. You guys are-
horrible liars. Uh, <laughs> Costco is selling giant pull-apart cinnamon rolls that will oh. give you breakfast all week long. Now I love, 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 love it. Mm, I, might have to, yes. I might have to grab some of oh, those. No doubt. Pull-apart cinnamon rolls, huh? Are they still limiting the number of people that go in like you, like it's a nightclub? Uh, two go in, <laughs> two come out, that kind of thing? I'm sure they may be. I think there are all yeah. kinds of restrictions on lots of different businesses, yeah. i got to check that out. The giant pull-apart cinnamon rolls that will give you breakfast all week. Uh, another thing I love movie popcorn Ooh. Well, with movie theaters closed you can't really get movie popcorn or can you yeah. oh virginia movie theater owner is selling curbside popcorn <laughs> in an attempt to pay his employees with all the money going to employees gotta get creative nice. gotta get creative i would drive by if they did that around here no doubt i'd be happy to buy some popcorn from a curbside popcorn outside a movie theater with the money going to the employees that's a good idea 100 i found some really old popcorn in my pantry yesterday and i tried making it i thought you were gonna go found some really old popcorn in my pants (laughs) (laughs) i want to change your pants a little more often i've actually been wearing the same sweater for like three days in a row i know that feeling yeah Yeah. oh me too don't worry about that uh you know uh, you mentioned earlier i think in one of the news stories uh the brookfield zoo is closed, or did I hear that somewhere else? They're all starting to run together. Yeah, no, I didn't mention that right. today, no. Well, Brookfield Zoo is closed. Another zoo in Missouri is also closed over coronavirus and is now asking people to write letters to the animals. Oh, okay. I'll keep their spirits up. The Missouri Zoo is asking the public to pen the letters to its animals during its closure amid the coronavirus. It's Here's an at-home idea for kids of all ages. They say, write a letter to a zoo animal. Maybe share what you're learning from home or what you've learned about a particular animal or a country. Let's stay together while apart. Yeah, okay. that's more for the kids to keep them busy than for the animals. I think the keepers read them to the animals. Oh. Because the keepers are still going there taking care of the animals, right? I guess, yeah. They have to be. Yeah, it's true. You know, we had uh, Dr. Oz uh, on with us last hour. If you missed that, get it uh, on the Eric in the Morning podcast. That's brought to you by ComEd. Those great folks. Safety is ComEd's number one priority. Find tips about electric safety for your home and family. Visit ComEd.com slash safety. ComEd powering lives. Uh, you know, Dr. Oz, recently, before all this happened, remember the big workout uh that situation he got himself in with Mark Wahlberg. Yeah, he the was, breakfast, no breakfast. Exactly. Right. I can out-push up you, right. tough then, guy. Then they got together and worked out. Well, Mark Wahlberg did that again, this time with Mario Lopez, and he's in big trouble for it. Oh, really? Taking a lot of heat. Why? Mark Wahlberg and Mario Lopez are slammed for a joint workout after both of them had been urging isolation. So they got together. Yeah. Oh, Which see, you're that's not the problem. To. Right, you could do it in your own house. Uh-huh. In a video posted to Instagram on Thursday, Lopez filmed himself and Wahlberg inside a training facility while touting the workout as one anyone can do in their apartments or backyards without equipment. Mm. Everyone's pretty much been cooped up, said Mario Lopez, and goes to explain the workout. Clips posted to the Star's social media pages show Lopez and Wahlberg joined by a female participant and a man in the background who is filming them from a cell phone. A number of fans praised the duo for providing them an awesome and great workout to do at home, but there were also a number of critics who lambasted the famous friends for skirting around government mandates, particularly right. in California. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, serious. Yeah. Yep, yep. Uh, many medical schools are considering early graduation to accommodate demand for health care workers due to the coronavirus. I saw a story in that last night. Okay. That uh, medical school students are like, all right, yep, close enough. Go, go right. work. We need you. Right. Which uh, I'm all for. Need people. I mean, they've been asking retired doctors and nurses and things to come out of retirement to help, too. Dad banned son from house after he went on spring break during pandemic. Oh. Mm. Uh, yeah, so the uh, son, Matt, uh, reportedly came home after going on spring break to Florida with friends. I'm sorry, to South Padre Island in Texas with uh-huh. friends. And came back to which point, or at which point, his father, Peter, said, uh-uh. No, you're not coming in here, kid. Uh-uh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> 
You're going to have to go to plan B, son, because we're not letting you in here after you've got all infected down there. Right. Yeah, maybe more than COVID. uh, Again, not to be belabor my son on this, but he was supposed to go on spring break in Florida. Mm -hmm. Okay. And on his own, this was three weeks ago, on his own, canceled it. Well, he probably yeah he probably uh, was reading the tea leaves a little bit there, unlike some people. Yeah, which you wouldn't expect from a college freshman to to do that. I was a little caught off guard. He's all learning down there. All learning. Disney theme park rides are available via virtual reality YouTube channel now. Oh, that could be cool. You did a Disney story earlier. Well, yeah, they they are taking reservations from June first on. The uh, Mouse House has its own YouTube channel dedicated to their theme park attractions, and now you can ride the rides on the YouTube channel. Okay. Mm. Some of their virtual rides there are actually very, very, very I cool. love Space Mountain. Oh, uh, For example, yeah, there's a yeah. thing called Soarin', where you feel like you're flying over the country. Sure. It's pretty incredible. They spray little stuff in your face. You know, you love that stuff. You're, love the you're a Disney guy to the core. Face sprays, yeah. yeah I've heard that about you. <laughs> uh, dog sprains tail from excessive wagging it uh, with joy over family being home for quarantine. Oh, my God. <laughs> dog actually was so, was so jacked up about how this quarantine's going. Hurt itself from wagging its tail oh, too hard. Uh, awesome. I don't know why. It might be just all the Not awesome? COVID, but I'm like going to cry from that. That's so wonderful. With yeah. all of this going on, the animals are the most happy. They're like so happy the whole family is home and not going anywhere. Yeah, right. but my favorite meme is the dog that's on top of the cabinets and the guy's like, come on down. And he's like, we took 25 walks today. I'm not coming down. <laughs> yeah, that's funny. Yeah. yeah, that's true. Yeah. School administrator goes to drive through where a student works to tell her that she's the valedictorian. Oh, wow. A nice touch, that's right? That's very, very nice. Yeah. Michelle Flooring, a secondary principal of Grand Traverse Academy, had some big news to deliver to high school senior Caitlin Watson. She knew Watson worked at a restaurant called Culver's. We all know Culver's. Oh, Culver's is great. So Flooring decided to take a trip to the drive through window to give her the good news. Oh, that's my cool. gosh. That's cool. Is that nice? Yeah, everybody's getting creative. I wonder if she got a meal, too. And then finally, speaking of the drive through couple exchanges Burger King onion rings after coronavirus cancels their wedding. Oh. oh, wow, like onion, like the rings, okay. Yeah, like, yeah I'm a little slow go. on the draw. You're like, why the onion rings? <laughs> yeah, like, why not fries? <laughs> yeah. yeah. A couple exchanges Burger King onion rings to celebrate after the coronavirus cancels their wedding. I mean, if you're getting married in May or June or July, you're it's not. all up in the air. Yeah. You might want to consider Burger King as an option. This Eric in the Morning podcast is brought to you by ComEd. ComEd safety is ComEd's number one priority. To find tips about electric safety for your home and family, visit comed.com slash safety. ComEd powering lives, 